to Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, let's get to it. How are you? Sorry if you hear any noise in the background. There are some um, rustling kids out there because school just let out, and so the bus is here letting all these unruly kids out (laughs) into their homes playing squid game and all that shit you know um anyway so this is married at first sight season 13 episode 15 memory lane and a dirty little secret Mm -mm -mm. all right let's 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 get it going so um we start at uh, Brenham, I think that's how you pronounce it, Brenham, Texas, and that's where the farmhouse is located. Um, I haven't gotten an actual like address or anything like that, but at least that's the town and where it's located. Um, so that's yeah, it's an awesome farmhouse. Uh, hold on, let's let's hold on, let's see if I can uh, find it. Damn. Okay, so I kind of found it at uh, soapdirt.com um it's a luxury barn it's it it has up to 28 people in it so that's i mean you can have up to 28 people it's an airbnb it's a country barn retreat i mean it's dope though Yeah, I mean, they don't really say the dress, but whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> that's where they start. That's where they start. Um, it's, it's 45 days of marriage, or 11 slash 11 days till uh, decision day. So they all are going back home, back to reality. Of course, it's it's less than two weeks until decision day, until they need to make a decision. We get to Johnny and Bao first. And... Um, yeah, they get home, and then Bao was like, "How's the weekend?" And then <sighs> Fuckface is like, "Oh, you know, it was fun." And then Bao's like, "Yeah, it was." And then like silence, and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go take a shower." You know, his fa- his favorite thing to do, his his second favorite thing to do, uh, the f- the first thing is the bitch, and that's his favorite thing to do, and um. Bao goes to the um, patio to water her flowers because she was concerned about them. And of course, they're again they're at level one capacity you know, talking and stuff like that. And Bao is like she's saying, you know, I need I connect on a deeper level as do I, Bao. And she says I've had level three convos with strangers on airplanes. And they were more exciting than the level one talk that I have with my husband. I don't need that. Facts, Bao. Preach it. You know, preach what you're talking about. It's true. You don't need that shit. Especially when you've gone so far and then now all of a sudden you need to make pretend that you weren't as far as you were. Like, it's so it's so stupid. Johnny is a fucking idiot. <clears throat> Um, and he's still not happy. He's still getting his level one conversations and he's still not happy. So it's like, okay, you don't want level three. You don't want level one. What do you want? Of course, we all know what you want. You want out. And you want to find this amazing person that doesn't exist um, to like suck on your dick. It's not happening. I can't wait. Like seriously, I cannot wait to see what to, I'm gonna like purposely follow this guy on Instagram just so I can see his next girlfriend again. Th- that next girlfriend is gonna be the one that he chose, not the show, so he can't blame anything, not somebody from his past, or maybe somebody from his past. Who, who knows? But I cannot wait to see this new girlfriend so we can see why this person to him is better than Bao. Like I can't wait to I can't wait to see that happen. It's gonna be very interesting. 
indeed. But moving on, so we go. It's 10 days until decision day. So we're moving fairly quickly. So we go to Michaela and Zach. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Michaela and Zach. <laughs> so Zach hasn't talked to Michaela since the couple's retreat. Understandably so, because Michaela went Hurricane K. Like she warned everybody, uh, and like her sisters warned um, us as a viewing community that we were eventually going to see her. So, uh, Zach wants to have a talk with Dr. Pepper. Well, he, he wants the both of them to have a talk with Dr. Pepper first as a couple. No. First individually and then as a couple. Because Michaela is saying that um, Zach abandoned her and left her there and blah, blah, blah. So, of course, there's some buffoonery and shenanigans going on already. So, oh, and Michaela was sending texts to Zach basically saying i love you her words and zach didn't reply he wanted to wait until the meeting with dr pepper so we see michaela she's saying that like yeah he abandoned me and i don't understand and she's pretty much playing the victim um and i don't know why because you can see that there's evidence saying that she told him to leave several times. They even play it back in this very episode of her saying for him to leave, for him to go. And she's saying that he abandoned her. And I get it in her perspective. In her perspective, it's because by displaying her ferociousness or whatever, her hurricane caneness, in that whirlwind of an argument, she wanted to say, please stay and don't go. But she never said, at least from what they're showing us, what they showed us, she never said, please stay. She was saying, oh, so you just going to leave? That's not the same as please stay. Um, pushing him on the bed is not saying please stay yelling at Ryan to get in the car so Zach can stay is not saying please stay none of that is you saying go home go home now is not saying please stay none of that is saying please stay it's all saying, get the fuck out of my face. Then I know the whole reverse psychology thing. Oh, by pushing him, I really wanted him to stay and fight for me. Blah, blah, blah. Like that dumb shit. No, we as men are going to be simple. We're not going to do that reverse psychology bullshit. If you're telling us to go, we're going to get the fuck out. So use your words. You're 30. Michaela. Use your words. It's please stay, Zach. That's what it is. That's all. I mean, he still wanted to go because you were acting a fool. You were even you were acting a fool in the bed. Forget you throwing a tantrum and doing some voodoo shit by not stepping over that bench that you pushed over, that you flung into the sky. Um, but you were acting a fool in the bed, so he was already done then so you fucked it up but to now sit there and play the victim and have some and you trying to be all innocent and like looking like a broke ass Aaliyah R.I.P. Um, to try to get the viewers and Dr. Pepper on your side mm -mm, not happening you crazy alright this is why you're on this show because nobody wants to mess with you 
And I even saw some, uh, you know, I went to, you know, black Twitter and one of your exes even wrote that he experienced the very same thing and he hasn't gone out with you. I mean, you broke with, you broke up. He went out with you several years ago, years ago. Okay. Not like a couple months or a year, years ago. And he said that you act the same way. So was Zach right? That this is a character? This is who you are? This is your character? He could be right. Then again, you could absolutely change. But you're going to have to. You're going you're gonna to want to change. But, I mean, I don't know how long that guy went out with you since. But you haven't done a damn thing. You haven't done a damn thing. You haven't done a damn thing to change it. You've just named your issue and have told people to be able to deal with it once it comes out of you. That's not dealing with it. (laughs) You can't say, oh, well, well. This is who I am, and you're going to have to deal with it. No. You're going to have to see someone and get that exercised out of you for your own safety and everybody else's. Because that, my friend, was pretty much abuse. Uh, Verbal, emotional, and physical abuse. All attributed. All to you. So all this sweet talking and low voice thing that you're doing with Dr. Pepper is all bullshit. You need fucking help. Um so Michaela Yeah, explains her side saying, "Yeah, please, she's, you know, she quote unquote says, "Please don't go." And he left in and she says that he left in such a explosive way. I don't see how he left in an explosive way. This man literally went to the people outside having, you know, their little bonfire and pleasantly said goodbye to them. How did he leave in an explosive way? What makes you think, Michaela, that we don't have cameras and they're watching you 24-7? You know what I mean? Like he said he could have he could have just stormed out, got into the car and bolted. But no, he was a gentleman and he went to everybody and said, hey, you know what, guys, I'm leaving tonight. I'll see you guys when we get back home. And then and then when you try to, quote unquote, tell him to stay. Even then, he was just saying, please, please, please just let me go. Please just let me go. You know, he didn't push you. He didn't do any of that stuff. He was pleading for you to get your crazy ass away from him. This is what he was doing. And then he got into the car, slowly backed out, and then left. He did not leave in an explosive manner. That was you. I don't know why you thought you were having an out-of-body experience and or not even an outer body experience that you did like a freaky Friday thing and switched where Zach was in your body and you went and he went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. No, that was you, bitch. That was you. You were doing that. You told him to leave. And then when he left, you got explosive. You did. So I don't understand this bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. It's fucking disrespectful. To you to for you to try to pl- blame him and play the victim. And then she's like, "He knows my triggers. He know he knows that um uh I don't like abandonment and I you know, I just wanted to tell him that I love him." And then he and Zach is just sitting there clenching his fists and you just see his face is like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? 
and he's not trying to wild out. He he's just you just see it in his eyes. He's just holding it together, holding it together, holding it together. And yeah, um, Doctor Pepper says, "Okay, Zach, do you have anything to say?" And he's like, "You know what? I've reached my limit. I hope we can talk about this soon, but not today." And he leaves. Oh, before that though, um, she says that Michaela says that Zach has no evidence of her being bad at him. We got the whole season on video. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have the whole season on video. Now you again, you may be doing that whole that whole splitting hairs thing where yes, we do not see you. I guess physically hurting him or whatever, but your blowups are directed towards him. So, yeah, you have been bad at him. You are destroying his mental health, and you are destroying your own mental health as well. And then, yeah, he says, I've reached my limit. I hope we can talk about this sometime, but not today. And then he leaves because he's just, he can't even fathom the things that are coming out of Michaela's mouth. And Michaela says, see, this is a prime example of him abandoning, abandoning me again. So she's like, well, so then is the problem me? Yes. Yes, Michaela. The problem is you. Granted, I have said before that I don't like when Zach leaves. Because that is messed up. That he leaves and doesn't just stay in the apartment. Because I think this is probably like his third time. leave, Third or fourth time leaving the situation. Like completely. Not even like leaving outside or taking a breather or going to the other room. No. Like leaving the premises completely. So yes, you can't always do that. You can't run away from your problems. But this is fucking different. Because she's flipping the script. And then, um, Michaela, I mean, Dr. Pepper and Michaela and, Mc and Michaela saying, I don't like the narrative that Zach is making me like, look like a fool. He says, I overreact. He says, I'm explosive. Um, he says, I say bad things. And then Dr. Pepper says, you don't think you don't. And then Michaela's like, I believe I can. What? You believe you can? Overreact that you can explosive, that you can be explosive, that you can say bad things. No, it's not can. You do. You have. What are you talking about? You have overreacted. You have been explosive and you have said bad things. Huh? And then Dr. Pepper says, what do you regret about this whole situation and she's like oh well i regret having a panic attack oh so now she's calling what happened to her a panic attack okay um and she says i you know i was i felt traumatized abandoned scared and i haven't felt like this and then i said it before her and i was like since my dad died and she's like since my dad died i was like you bitch you, why are you using your father as a scapegoat? That's messed up. The man is dead. You don't, you don't use that as a scapegoat to say this is the reason why you acted the way that you acted. No, I don't believe it. Don't do that. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. Um. Yeah. And I was reading on Twitter. I mean, I guess people have different, of course, there's different panic attacks, whatever. But people, but the majority are saying that, like, no, that was not a panic, a panic attack. A panic attack, you can't even freaking move. You can't do anything. You're freaking, um, you're static. You're like, you can't move. You can't move. You can't do anything. And, but this chick went from, she went from the bedroom to the living room, to outside, and then back outside to the living room, throwing everything, whatever. That's a panic attack? No, that's a that's that's rage. That's what that was. That was rage. 
But I don't know. And then she was saying that like, you know, them her leaving, her being angry and him leaving in a fuss, it just reminded of her dad about like how she would never see her dad again. You know, after, after, you know him leaving in that car because I think I think he died in a car accident like DUI or something like that or whatever. So she felt the same way. It's like okay, he's leaving, and nothing got resolved. You know, so she, that wasn't she, she didn't want to see him. Um like that the last you know the last time and that okay that i understand because some people some people do leave in a huff and then they're not thinking straight they're not driving straight but zach was good you know it was 11 o'clock at night you know that's like that's not that's not even the time when you're um coming home from clubbing and you mean to tell me that he can't get to where he needs to get to Mm-hmm. But but you guys can at like two three o'clock in the morning, with with six with six drinks in you. Like coming home from the club, like stop it. He 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 was fine. He was fine getting home. But I I really that really gets on my nerves that she that she used her father as a scapegoat as a scapegoat to uh give an excuse for her behavior that is totally messed up and i know and i know i know people are going to fall for that but i'm not you, you you don't do that that's not cool that is not cool so um yeah so moving on because I'm, I'm pissed off now <laughs> but uh now it's time for the reminiscing part and the childhood part of the episode which is weird because they usually did this they would usually do this part. This is a uh, a staple of Married at First Sight where they have the couples go back and um, show the significant others where they used to live and their background and their childhood stuff growing up. And I could have sworn, well, not that I could have sworn that they did this, but they they don't, they rarely uh do this section so late in the game because it's like a less than less than 10 days to decision day they usually do this super early in the um seasons from what i can recall um so yeah um i'm sorry i i still can't i still can't i still have michaela's thing on my mind okay so let me let me let me get this straight i'm not saying for other people that the death of their parents don't affect them i'm not saying that because i know people in my life who have lost their uh parent uh earlier than they would have liked and some people, not earlier than I would have liked, but, you know, earlier than expected. It wasn't because of old age, because of tragedy. But, and and everybody can act different from that. But I'm sorry. There's no way that you can tell me that that thing was a panic attack. But you know what? Yo. We got the computer right here. Let's see. Panic attack symptoms. Okay. Okay. Symptoms of a panic attack. Heightened heightened vigilance for danger and physical symptoms. Anxious and irrational thinking. Okay. Maybe. A strong feeling or dread, danger, or foreboding. Fear of going mad, losing control, or dying. Feeling lightheaded and dizzy, tingling and chills, particularly in the arms and hands. Hmm. Yeah, panic attack is an intense wave of fear characterized by its unexpectedness and debilitating, immobilizing intensity. See? Debilitating, immobilizing intensity. Your heart pounds, you can't breathe, and you may feel like you're dying or going crazy. Panic attacks often strike out of the blue without any warning and sometimes with no clear trigger. Bam. Okay. 
She what? She was this chick was moving all over the place. Like what do you like what are you talking about, bro? Immobilizing. Brandon had panic attacks. He was going crazy. Um I think season eleven, season twelve back then or whatever. He was going crazy. And he had panic attacks. This one was the Michaela was going to war. I don't know. I mean, hey, if it was true blue that she had a panic attack and whatever, and people have experienced that, my apologies. You you can you can write to me, curse me out, whatever. But as of right now, as of this recording, I'm not buying that shit. And I don't like how she used her father as a scapegoat for her attitude. Don't like that shit at all. That is not cool. So yeah, the reminiscence, like childhood thing, they don't really usually do this that far down. Because sometimes, I mean, the point of it is to show why the person is the way that they are so i would so whatever problems that you were having before you would now see like oh this is why that's why they are the way that they are so i would i would think that you would want that earlier in the season so you know as opposed to let's say i don't know somebody making up their mind now and then late in the game you're like oh Oh, this is why they're like that. Huh, okay. I wish I knew this earlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're already set in your way. And you're like, you know what? Nah. I, even though I do know this new tidbit of information, I'm still going to say no. You know, so, I don't know. But uh, Johnny and Bao. Yeah, so Johnny and Bao. Uh, Johnny is showing... They went to their, no, Johnny went to his childhood home and was showing pictures of family. And it was cool because, like, you could really see that it was his childhood home because he had childhood pictures. And they were they were standing in the driveway and you saw that. Oh, I just realized that they never went inside. Hmm. But they never went inside the house. But they stayed on the driveway. And you can see that, like, he had, like, a power wheels car with his cousin in the driveway so it was cool seeing that in like real time in the picture and him being in the driveway because it was like at the same picture so that was, that was pretty cool and um yeah so johnny's sh- sh- sharing with bow all these pictures of his family you know and he's saying oh yeah this is my cousin blah blah that's my uncle blah blah all this stuff and i'm like oh look at that all the people that bow could have met at the barbecue that you refused to let her go to and that you uninvited her to hmm wouldn't that have been nice to see all those people in the flesh as opposed to you being a bitch and bitching out hmm anyway johnny reads a letter um you know about his past and about his dad fucking up and whatever i i don't care <laughs> like johnny can kiss my ass i i don't care what he what he's uh talking about um so we'll we'll move past him so mirla and gil so gil brought mirla like to the hood so much to the hood that he brought her to where her, his dad died essentially not even essentially that's where his dad died because that's where he lived and He's telling the story about how the person came in and uh, Gil was sleeping on the couch. And then the person like just ran by the couch and didn't even see Gil. And then his dad was coming out. And then his dad saw the burglar or whatever. And then his dad closed the door. And then the robber started shooting the door. I think like six or seven bullets or whatever. And then like ran out and ran past Gil. And then um, the... uh, Gil's dad got struck in the neck by one of the bullets. And then they all, Gil called 911. 911 came, got his dad, got Gil in the ambulance. And to him, he's saying it was so surreal because everything was going so quickly. And then 20 minutes later, the person 
uh, the doctor came out and said that Gil's father was dead. And he was like, oh, okay. He just like accepted it as fact and not, he couldn't, he wasn't able to respond, I guess, as one would because everything was happening so quickly. So it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, You know, yeah, Mirla is just, you know, listening and stuff. And it's so funny because, I mean, it's not funny, but one thing that I did notice is that, like, Mirla did not once give him a hug or nothing as he, as he was speaking. She was too busy being cold and putting her hands in her pockets, trying to keep warm. Not necessarily hating, but something that I noticed. <laughs> I was like, yo, you're not going to give your husband a freaking hug or something? Like, what's, what's goody? You know? So, I don't know. Um, Rachel and Jose. So, they go to Jose's house and you find out that I think Jose's grandfather or I don't I don't know I I was kind of paying attention but um definitely his uh family built that house from scratch that he was showing and that's that's freaking amazing and they go inside they see everything and um Jose was saying they're like yeah you know it feels like I got nothing which is which is why um he spent years going hard and his parents were like yo we want you to you know have the best education and stuff like that which is why his sister and him got their master's degrees and all that stuff and they they put in their work which is why now you know why jose um is so proud of his credit score and proud of his accomplishments because he wanted he didn't want to be in that position anymore. And I know, and I know, you guys are yelling at me right now. I can hear you. You know, how come that's not the same for Mirla? How come that's not the same for Mirla? It's because when do you see Jose showing off any, like, excessiveness? You know, he's not showing off like, hey, look, I got six airplanes or whatever. You know what I mean? He has two houses that he probably uses one for rent and one to live in. You know, he has his credit score, which is up there. What's Mirla's credit score? <laughs> you know, Mirla's showing off her bags, her lashes, or it's all superficial. That's the difference. Like, Mirla gets her lashes, whatever. Yes, she can afford it. I'm not saying that she can't. Look at where it's going to. It's going to nothing. Like, her lashes or whatever. But yes, you know, we all know she saves. She's a good saver. She has money, blah, 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 whatever. All right, so... I'm done with it. I'm done talking about it. Um, but yeah, so they we go to Johnny and Bao again. Now Bao is showing Johnny her residence, but like the trailer that she used to live in is gone. I guess it was a d demolished, destroyed, whatever. But then she was reading her letter. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Because the letter was supposed to be a, a letter to your younger self there wasn't a age definition like you know 16 15 14 whatever i guess just your younger self and whatever you want to write you write and yeah bow's letter was freaking sad as shit <laughs> that was freaking sad man she had a rough she had a rough childhood um and at least johnny did the right thing and hug her and be affectionate because she was crying, but he's still an asshole. Um, nine days until decision day, Mirla, we go to Mirla and Gil, and it was weird because I was kind of half paying attention, but apparently Mirla took Gil to sand volleyball, and so she can, and she wore her old high school volleyball jersey to show off for her childhood but i mean we we got some of it because she had pictures and showed where she used to live so it was literally a shack a, a, a pink colored like the pink colored shack but the roof was like tar black or whatever she was saying that like yeah you know we were stacked in that building and and i don't want to go back there that's why she 
does really hard to not get back there and i understand that too i feel you but i don't know i think Mueller could have shown more but i mean i don't i mean i guess we got what we got i don't even think she did she did a uh letter to herself i don't think gil did either hmm that's interesting um so now we go to dr pepper uh we go back to the, the dr pepper uh chronicles <laughs> and it's rachel and jose and i think dr pepper says you know what have you been learning about each other and then rachel says well i know what triggers him and and what triggers him is to not if they're in an argument to not talk about the argument right then and there if she has something to bring up let him stew on it or whatever and then he'll come back and bring it in on his own time and she appreciates that so that, that that's all good but she has a little secret that she needs to say but she hasn't said it yet eight days until uh decision day um zach wants to have a closure meeting now fuck but so mckinley and zach meet again and now this was stupid of that because now michaela believes that she has the upper hand and now she's switching it up well they're both fucking switching it up so zach wants to see if there's another chance again for whatever reason i don't know who gave him that dumb idea but then now michaela is like no you know i needed this closure it was good so now i'm done and then Zach's like, oh, come on, come on. Let's 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 try again. Let's try again. And then Zach's like, let's promise to have like one more talk. Let's let's have one more talk before decision day. And Dr. Pepper's like, yeah, why don't why don't you? I think that'd be a good idea. And then Zach's like, see, she don't she doesn't want to say anything. Um and no, Dr. Pepper's like, come on, Michaela, why don't you just at least look at him? And then Zach's like, nah, because if she looks at me, she's going to start laughing. And then she's like, she starts doing that. And she's like, see, see what this is confusing, Dr. Pepper? And I'm like, yeah, it is confusing. I mean, again, I get it. Like, he wants to, he wants to wait until literal decision day to make up his mind. But, like, my dude, it's over. Like, you saw how she acted towards you. You want that for the rest of your life? You want to walk on eggshells for the rest of your life? What are you doing? Stop being an idiot. Um, I don't know. That that was just a weird thing. Oh, let's have a promise to have one more talk for what? It's done. Anyway, um, it's Mila and Gil. They're having the lifestyle talk again with Dr. Pepper, and then Dr. <laughs> it's so funny because the the someone has to make a meme out of that. Oh no, they did actually. I saw it on Black Twitter where uh Dr. Pepper is drinking water while they're talking about their finances and gill is like not happy that she's still sticking to her lifestyle thing but you know she's like she oh look i save up a lot of money i'm not wasting my money and this is how it is i really don't want to change my change up my lifestyle she has a point man you know um she has a point and gill you know i mean gill he tries his damnedest though because he was like let's say you've been saving up for like three years but no what did he say he was saying, let's say the the goal that you wanted was going to take you three years. But if you didn't spend as much as you do with the Louis bags and all that stuff and then the eyelashes, it'll take you a year and a half. Wouldn't that be better? She was like, not if it changes my lifestyle. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. you know, I mean, yeah, that raises a good point. But I mean, look, dude, that's that's the one thing that she's not going to budge on. I know it's probably going to get uh on your nerves too that's like okay she's buying another louis bag i mean but that's i mean that's what they do bro like even even with people not in mirla's money bracket they'll buy like plants and like chandeliers and make you change the chandelier that was there for like how many years for like no reason just because they want a, a change they're gonna buy artwork or like they're just gonna buy just unnecessary shit i mean sure it's gonna make you know the house a home like they say but still it's like this was good before i don't understand <laughs> so what i'm just trying to say is like even with 
even even if he decided to divorce Mueller over that, which is dumb, because it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it is, but it's not. Um, I, I'm just more about the superficialness of it. Um, but it's like you're gonna get that just in a lower version with every girl that you date just buying unnecessary shit that's just a thing that you're gonna have to deal with um and if you can't deal with that then you shouldn't be married so seven days until uh decision day and we finally see freaking Brett and ryan because they were uh pretty much non-existent for this damn episode <laughs> um and they go fishing and they have a good time and then you know you get to hear a little bit about ryan's background how he hates race cars because he never got to spend time with his dad because his dad would always he had three race cars that he was building at the same time so he would always work on them as opposed to hang out with his family that's kind of fucked up so now he's grown up to hate race cars even though he's from the country um he hates race cars so there's that um yeah they had a nice little picnicky thing you know for a bit in the fishing he taught her how to fish. She's like, yeah, this is my favorite thing in the world. And she's like, okay, I still don't like this backdoor, back, backwoodsy type of thing. But she did it, you know. Um, so we get to uh, Dr. Pepper again, Johnny and Bao. Um, so Dr. Pepper's like, okay. So did, did you, like, learn anything? Because, like, Johnny's pretty much talking like he's done. Oh, no, no, I didn't get to it yet. So he's like, okay, she's like, okay, did you guys learn anything? And then Johnny's like, I didn't learn everything that I could, but I learned everything that I wanted to. And Dr. Pepper's like, he gives, she gives his face like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what did you just say to me? And then Bao, not Bao, Johnny's like, oh, yeah, I talked to one of Bao's friends, Sarah, and she said that Bao breaks you down so you can lean on her and and then after that she makes you into the image that she wants um and she was and sarah was saying that like oh she she would never have any of her friends she she wouldn't give any of her friends to bow you know like to like date or whatever and bow feels so offended because this is one of bow's best friends and to hear your best friend say that to you or say that about you is sacrilegious it's horrible um, and Johnny's like, yeah, hearing this information, it makes me not want to try this at all anymore. And Dr. Pepper says, well, maybe Sarah saw her in a bad light and not the new Bao. Because Bao saying like, well, yeah, yeah, maybe I used to be like that. But she hasn't seen like the new me. And I haven't even spoken to her since this whole ordeal happened. And both are true. Maybe Johnny is maybe Johnny slash Sarah is right with what they're talking about because you do remember how bon Bonnie what the how Bao <laughs> oh that's funny that their names would be that but that Bao was very harsh when she thought that she was going to marry a jock remember that that was a long ass time ago because you have to remember it's been how many weeks for us? It, it's been a long time. It's been like, wait, is this what episode is this? Episode 15? So, like, that's a lot of four. It, it's almost been three, four months for us. So we forgot. Yeah, week 16. Week 16 is next, is next episode. So that's four. That's four months. We forgot that Bao remember she was so upset that she was going to be with a jock she was like oh i wanted a genius i wanted to be with a genius and not a jock and she seemed very like pretentious and like i didn't like that side of bow but we have been seeing this new bow since then um but maybe because maybe it was because that she was with johnny it would have been interesting to see if she was with you know just a new person how she would have been but, I mean, it is what it is. But at the same time, she, she has been, uh, 
what is it? Um, not call to response, but she's she she's been on the up and up since then. She's done everything that Johnny has wanted her to do, and Johnny's still bitching. And now he goes behind her back and talks to her friend, and she said, and Bao said that she feels like she's been betrayed on both ends. She's been betrayed by Johnny by going behind her back, and she's been betrayed by Sarah for talking all this shit. It's like it's fucked up. So, I don't know. And then Johnny's frustrated because he sees that maybe Dr. Pepper has a point that Sarah hasn't seen this new bow, and now you can see his face like, fuck, I really thought I had an ace in the sleeve, but shit i i fucked this up now she knows that i'm an asshole i mean she's been known that she that you're an asshole johnny but it's more so that like oh man fuck she saw that i went behind her back and i thought it was gonna work like if it if it worked if if he really found like a nugget of knowledge then going behind the back like yeah it's bad but still it was like for the greater good so to speak and then he would have felt like he won but since like the betrayal fell flat on its ass he's like damn you're even like a double asshole now (laughs) you went behind her back to her friend and the 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 quote-unquote evidence is not even conclusive so now you're back to square one but we know more information about you you asshole Oh, what a jerk. Um but yeah. Anyway, go to go to Rachel Rachel and Jose. So remember, like I said, Rachel said she had a secret and we all kind of pegged what it was gonna be. So essentially when Rachel got locked out by uh Jose, she called up an ex and her ex picked her up and then she spent the night with the dude now i don't know if it was her last ex i don't know if it was the ex that she said the name to i still think that it wasn't the name was johnny that she said for some reason i don't think it was that it can't be that simple because he because he wowed out too he wowed out too crazy for it to be just johnny he knows everybody knows johnny so it's not like johnny did anything so I, st- I don't know. For some reason, I can't let that go. I still think it was the name of an ex or whatever. But anyway, she stayed over with an ex. And like he's like, yo, I don't like that. I don't like that you did that. Well, my dude, if you didn't lock the door, she wouldn't have um, uh, stayed at the ex's house. She said that nothing happened. And I believe her. But still, that is way too, that's too close of a proximity for me. And... That's all Jose's fault. That is not Rachel's fault. I'm not blaming Rachel, so don't freaking come at me. All right, you're already like I can see you typing, or I can see you starting to yell at the uh, whatever listening device that you're listening this on. I'm not blaming Rachel one bit, but it's all Jose's fault. It's him that who locked her out, and she went to the exes. Granted, that is fucked up that she couldn't go to like a friend's house, like fam. It's not like you don't live in the town that you grew up in (laughs) you ain't got no girlfriends that you could have called (laughs) you know that that's the thing that's uh, suspicious because it's not like oh well then again she doesn't live where she lives so i guess maybe she uh lives nearer to the ex's house but still still you could have called a friend or maybe she did maybe she called a friend and the ex was the one that uh well, you know he picked up. <laughs> you know he. Oh shit, Rachel. Oh shit, maybe I get to smash. Oh, you're. Oh, you're married, and and you just need a place to stay. Great, <laughs> but it's fucked up that none of your girlfriends um picked up. Anyway, he's all frustrated, whatever. But like, I think I don't know. I forget, but I think he saw that it is his fault. It's his own doing. So I think he was all right with that. And they're on a good pace because she said that, yeah, I wanted to tell you because I couldn't keep that away from you. And I want you to 100% trust me and know that I'm not going to, like, be like that. 
you know so i was like all right good for you rachel that's good you know reassure your man that's great but you know jose he's a he's a dick shouldn't have done that and then you wouldn't be in the position that you're in all your fault buddy all your fault so uh we get to the last thing uh brian and uh, brian ryan and brett so (laughs) ryan and brett they're coming home from their nice like picnic thingy whatever bonding as you would it was it was a good day and then they go to um brett's house and she has a uh ziploc bag of um a ziploc bag of photos right to show her childhood and all that good stuff and brett you know and they sit down and ryan's already he's like oh yeah you know let me see this stuff and she's like well i'm really not in the mood to show you my childhood stuff but i do want to talk about something he's like okay and she's like yeah so uh a friend texted me today texting me a screenshot of you being on a dating app and you matching with her and i'm like ooh, how do you mm, okay let's no this, this you know in my head i'm like i mean that's some pretty damning evidence but i was like this there's got to be an explanation right it's got to be and then he's like uh yeah and i was like well what the oh you did do that <laughs> i was like oh man he's like yeah you know i i, I don't know why I mean, I can show you right now. It's not active. I don't know why. I don't know why it's active now. I, I don't get it. And then I'm like, you're not saving yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's like, you know, I'm sorry that you found out this way, blah, 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 whatever. And then he's like, yeah, I should, uh, I should get out. And then he leaves. And she's just, you know, sitting there at, at her table like, the fuck? Like, this guy really did it. And then he, and then you see Ryan talking to like the producer and be like, look, 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 it's it's inactive. I don't uh, like, I don't understand why it's active. I was like, bro, you're not. That doesn't matter. You're not. You're not. That's not the point. The point is, is that you. Oh yeah, that's right. Because she was like, yeah, you you can have waited a week. You can wait. This like decision day is literally next week. It's Wednesday at five p.m. You couldn't have waited. And then he shows the producer. It's like, yeah, look, look, it's inactive. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why it's active. And then the producer's like, well, send it to her. And then he just starts walking. And then like, he writes this dumb shit where it was like, he, he texts her and she's like, oh God, he's texting me. And then it, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to look for it verbatim, but, um, it was like, like, oh, I don't know why it showed up active. It wasn't supposed to be active until after decision day i'm sorry i put you in that position and you can do whatever you want with this information so it's like you're not even really saying i mean he said sorry but it's like dude you're still not getting it you after like the day that you guys had like the fun day that you had you know fishing and doing and then riding in that dune buggy or whatever um that you you know you were in your element you were bringing her in your element like you always want to do and have to after having that good day with um bonding and all that stuff you guys sharing your childhood letters to each other you decide to uh put yourself on a dating app that's one that that's just one putting yourself on a dating app while you're married that's one but two to actually use it to the point where you get a match with somebody that's two and then not even matching with somebody matching with somebody that she knows that's three man three strikes you're out (laughs) what is going on what are you doing that is so fucked up man all this woman wanted you to do is tell her what's wrong with her allegedly what's wrong with her you know what don't you like about her but you keep doing things you keep beating around the bush and now you're you don't even have the stomach to even wait until decision day to find somebody new and still not telling her what is wrong with her you know what i mean like what to what 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 to 
know what you don't like about her. You still don't tell her. You still don't. So like what? You're going to say, what were you going to say on the session day? I mean, clearly you were going to say no. But after that, what were you going to say? Yeah, I don't think it was working out. Um, Yeah. And then that's it. And then like leave and then hop on whatever, Tinder or whatever you were on to continue dating without letting her know what the issue was? Are we ever going to know? Dude, you got like two or three more episodes left before, or not even not even episodes, that's not what I mean, but like you have decision day to let us know, and then you have uh, the reunion show with Kevin Frazier, hopefully, to let us know what the hell you think is wrong with her. Like, you're not going to get away from this, bro. We're go- Like, if, if if Pastor Cal or Dr. Pepper don't single you out at Decision Day or, or uh, Dr. Viviana, then we're going to have to hit you up at uh, the reunion to find out. You're not getting away with us not knowing what you think is wrong with Brett. So you might as well just say it. I don't get it. You're getting on my nerves right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, but that's that's pretty much how the episode ended from what I from what I can muster. Um so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just very weird. Very strange. But um that's, yeah, that's the end of the episode for that. Um so we're going to go on to uh card 60 of the Skin Deeps the and self edition card game. We are on yeah, we're on card 60. So, what is card number 60 say? How does this what? How does this live up to the to the best version of me? Hmm. How does this live up to the best version of me? How does this live up to the best version of me? Well, I mean, it's pretty damn close. Because right now, I mean, I'm, I'm setting up my episode about the uh, pretty much doing a psychoanalysis of me. Um, and the same words keep coming up. Creative, imaginative, and all that stuff. And I love it because, yes, that that is exactly what I am. And doing this podcast is me being able to channel those attributes and make me feel alive so how does this live up to the best version of me it lives damn close like i'm there my other part is just you know the writing stuff too which i love to do and which i have been doing for the last couple days do i want to do more of it of course i do but you know again i'm super busy i got a lot of shit on my plate but i love doing this podcast this podcast has been so good for me so good and also we've hit 700 we i've hit (laughs) 700 all-time downloads thank you for that that is awesome we're just 300 away from a thousand that's super awesome that's super dope thank you so much it's 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 growing um slowly but surely and that's what i like i don't need this to be a rush it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. I'm I'm happy with the numbers that I got. So this is awesome. But yeah. How does this live up to the best version of me? It's it it it's damn near close. And I love this new version of me. And I can't wait for it to keep growing and growing with each new episode that I do, each experience that I experience. Um, I can't wait to get to that. Um next level and god willing you know hopefully share that experience that new experience with somebody that i love and i can't wait i can't wait for that too it's gonna be freaking awesome can't wait all right so that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple podcast google podcast podbean spotify amazon music Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is T-I-N 
Q-P-O-D. That is TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.